Joining us now is Illinois State Fair Manager Kevin Gordon to walk us through how this all came about and where we go from here. Kevin, welcome. Thanks for your time this afternoon. Thanks for having me on, Jim. Obviously, we've been waiting uh, for some final word on this for weeks. The governor indicated weeks ago it didn't seem likely we were going to have a fair. But as recently as yesterday, live on the air here, uh, he said no final decision had been made. So walk us through the the process on this. What uh, what were you discussing to try to avoid this outcome? And what finally led you to this outcome? Sure. I mean, you know, as the governor said from from day one, Jim, I mean, this is... Uh, you know, he's been following the science and the epidemiologists, and uh, it just yeah. obviously it's a very disappointing situation. Um, but it's the right decision. Um, you know, even if we if we would have had the fair, and even if one individual uh, would have become sick because of it, 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 it just wouldn't have been worth it. Uh, um, did you sorry. did you look at alternatives here? Some scaled down version of it, having some events but not others. What what were you considering for this? Are you talking in regard to the uh, livestock show? Well, to well to any part of it, really. I mean, we, we'll talk about the the livestock expo that you've uh, announced today coming up here in just a moment. But obviously, there's a lot yeah. of components to the state fair. There's the the buildings, the expositions, the vendors, the rides. Did, did you look at doing some scaled down version where you could have some things, even if you couldn't do everything? Sure, we you know we explored every option, Jim, uh, every single option possible to to make this happen. Um, you know, obviously, you know, early on back in April, I believe there, you know, the five phases came out. Um, currently we're sitting in, in phase three, phase four, we'll go into at the end of the month, but you're still looking at, uh, you know, a maximum of, of 50 individuals, you know, at an event. Um, there's no way that you could put on a quality Illinois state fair that the, you know, the people of Illinois have known to, you know, to come and love here. Um, by trying to do social distancing and, you know, provide them with masks. And it, it, it just doesn't work. I mean, you know, one of, the, one of the big factors here, I mean, our, our grandstand is obviously a huge draw here. Um, you know, we set a couple records there last year. But if you take a look at that, you know, we can hold 14, 468 in our grandstand. Of those, of those seats or of those tickets, 6,100 of them are, on, are down on the track. Well, you immediately eliminate 6,100 seats or tickets, and then you go ahead and sell every other ticket. Now your grandstand becomes a capacity of maybe 4,200 with social distancing. Um, I don't think there's any artists out there. You know, the artists you pay, you know, two, 300,000. If we can only put 4,200 in the seats, then you're going to go ahead and, and triple the price of your tickets because you know they're not going to. They're not going to take a decrease on what we what we would pay them as their fee. I mean, we we looked at you know numerous things, and and again, uh, the important thing is keeping our fairgoers, our staff, and everyone else associated with the Illinois State Fair safe and healthy. This is not an entirely unprecedented situation. We've had times in the past where events outside the control of the state led to a cancellation of the fair, the Civil War, World War II. Uh, but, but this is unique, and especially to have it happen uh, only two months before the scheduled start of the fair. As you noted, you had grandstand acts lined up. You've got a carnival that you can uh, contract with. Uh, what happens in those situations? Do you still have to pay people with into with whom you've entered into contracts or how do you deal with that end of it? 
No, there's a stipulation, Jim, in all state contracts in the in the standard certifications. Uh, there's a 30 day out, and there's also a clause in there, a force majeure clause, uh, that specifically stipulates um, in case of a pandemic. All right. So uh, talk about then the the bottom line for the fair. Obviously, uh, you, you need you know people coming through the gate, people spending money there. That's an important part of continuing fair operations. Not to mention the economic impact for the community at large. Um, uh, can, can you speak to have you or can you quantify how much has already been put into this year's fair? What does this mean in terms of fair operations going forward and the the broader economic impact of a cancellation? Yeah. At this point in time, Jimmy, again, I mean, we, we've been discussing this for a while. Uh, there there was not a lot of uh, resources, you know, put toward it because, as you can imagine, most of our bills happen, um, you know, once the new fiscal year would start, July 1, and then the pay, a lot of the payments come either during the fair and or after the fair. Uh, we're a little different um, than any other bureau in the state that I'm aware of. We operate our, our appropriation um, from the legislature is approximately seven million dollars, and when I say that we're different, is that those monies are we we don't have seven million dollars in cash deposited directly into the state fair fund. The way that works is we can spend up to that amount, but we have to bring that amount in in revenue first through your mega passes, through your entry fees. Uh, through your grandstand tickets and everything else associated. And let's talk about that part of it, because I know you have already sold a ton of mega passes. They're big Christmas gifts every year. I bought a couple of them for my grandchildren. Uh, sure. You sell advanced uh, admission tickets, parking passes, things like mm-hmm. that. What happens in that situation? Are you offering refunds? How do you deal with that? Uh, Jim, I think what we've decided on that end is we're going to go ahead and refund all the mega passes this year, except for the two that you bought. If you want to go ahead and just donate yours, I'd I'd really appreciate that. But what we're also going to do, Jim, is we're going to go ahead and honor and then utilize the 20 discount pass booklets and the 20 roll tickets that we have already purchased for this year in 21. So beginning next week, uh, we will contact everyone who has, you know, purchased your mega pass, your discount pass booklet, and then your seasonal parking pass and offer them the option of going ahead and hanging on to those admission tickets and utilizing them next year. Uh, the reason we did that, I mean, uh, there's several of the state fairs, um, you know, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Indiana, Ohio, um, what they're doing, they're doing the exact same thing is, and, you know, bottom line, that's going to save us $10,000 next year. I mean, if we've already purchased these tickets, there's really no reason Um, you know, not to utilize them. Illinois State Fair Manager Kevin Gordon is here with us talking about the decision to cancel the 2020 Illinois State Fair, along with the State Fair in DuCoin. Uh, Kevin, I I know you know this, and I'm sure you're being asked about it incessantly. There is a law on the books that requires uh, the holding of an Illinois State Fair every year. How Mm -hmm. do you get around that with this decision? Uh, That's something that's being taken care of in, in legal, Jim. Uh, that one's kind of out of my hands. Okay. Um, I mean, but that, that does raise a, a big question here. I mean, I'm sure there's been discussions about this. Can you legally not have a fair? As I read the law, it says you have to have one. It doesn't say what it has to look like. So, uh, I, I mean, are, are you concerned that you're on shaky legal ground here with that? Uh, no, not at all. 
uh, again, that's being taken care of and legal, and, and I'm sure there will be a decision forthcoming on that. Uh, you have announced that there will be uh, at least one uh, event that you are staging because the fair is obviously each year a celebration of Illinois agriculture. It is a, a major milestone for young uh, a- agriculture types uh, with uh, showing off their livestock, things like that. So you have actually put together a sort of a, a virtual livestock expo for later in the year. Tell me about that. Uh, yeah, what the, it, it's going to it's going to go through the Illinois Department of Agriculture. Uh, it's not associated with the Illinois State Fair uh, at all. Uh, the, these kids are agriculture kids. You know, they are they're the future of agriculture. They work extremely hard on you know working with these animals and grooming with them all year long. And we want to get we want still want to give them the opportunity to go ahead and show. Um, we're going to go ahead and, and hold this event. So we're looking at right now the second and third week of September. Um, it'll be what's called a, a show and go, meaning they won't come in. It'll be a one-day show for each one of the species uh, in the certain breeds. They'll come off the truck. They'll show. And then we ask them to go ahead and, and get back on the truck and go. Uh, again, I mean, we have to be very, very careful uh, with the social distancing and the wearing of the masks, uh, but we still want to hold. We want to do everything we can for these kids to hold them a quality livestock event. But there will be judging and, and awards and prizes and things like that. Correct. It what it's going to be, Jim. It'll, it'll be a jackpot show, Jim. Uh, meaning the meaning the state is not going to put any premiums uh, toward this, and jackpot meaning what they pay in and entry fees is what'll is what will be paid out uh, via premium. Have there been discussions about any other aspect of the, the agricultural showcase part of the fair? Sale of Champions, for example, is is a huge event uh, every year uh, that, that people come in to, to show off their, their prize steer and, and uh, sheep and everything else under the, the sun that you could imagine. It, can that be done in some sort of virtual format? Um. <sighs> Hasn't been discussed, Jim. Um, you know, at this point in time, and, and again, I mean, the idea of the junior livestock show, um, we are we are in the early stages of planning that. Um, it, it could turn into to something else or a little bit more. Uh, we'll have additional information regarding that as we go and, and the plans continue. That'll be out on our website. But uh, at this point in time, again, um, we are not, con- you know, we're not considering a-, a sale of champions per se. Will there be an online butter cow? <laughs> you know, that's that's an idea. That's something to consider. Uh, the the governor's uh, announcement today in the press release indicated that the plans are to stage an Illinois State Fair in the year 2021. Opening day would be August 12th of 2021. Uh, how confident are you that that is going to happen? Because we don't know where this pandemic is leading us over the next year. Uh, true. True. But I can tell you what, we have already begun plans uh, for 21. Uh, we're hoping to go on sale with uh, everything that we sell from here uh, beginning November 1st on the Megapass side. Uh, we're looking at expanding the Carnival Mega Pass next year. Um, again, I'm, I'm going to hold that information back. I would love to be able to go on sale with my grandstand tickets beginning November 1st, uh, which would be unprecedented. It's never been done before. 
But, uh, you know, obviously we are, we're going to go full steam into 21 from here on out. And have you talked about some of the, the actually booked for this year's grandstand, just moving them ahead a year to 2021? Is that uh, possible? We have been working with our, with our production agent. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've heard that there are a lot of artists out there and a lot of agencies that are already doing that for the larger events like the Illinois State Fair. Uh, where what we're trying to do is take our confirmed 20s and move them into the same date in 2021. Um, my understanding is it's going extremely well right now, but again, that'll be an announcement that comes uh, you know, at a later date here. State Fair Manager Kevin Gordon, thanks for joining us this afternoon. We appreciate your time. Jim, thank you.